Hey, what's up, builders? It's your girl, Kay Antoinette, the blogger. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, let's get into the episode. When I'm out on the road Builders, it's your girl, Kay Antoinette, the blogger, and you are now listening to the LBF podcast. This is another Creating Space episode, and I have AZ Ace here with me today. Go ahead and say something for the people, AZ. How y'all doing? <laughs> also, ain't nobody closer. Uh-uh, you, you, you sound timid on the mic. Come on, come a little closer. Talk to the people a little louder. Y'all can hear me? Y'all can hear me? There you go. It's in the green. There you go. Yeah, you good. <laughs> So, AZ, explain where you got your name from. I see. I don't really know that. That's a long, long, <laughs> long time ago. Like people just started calling me AZ. I gotta ask the names because, like, I I never really liked my real name. Mm-hmm. Like, I tell people, like, don't call me that. You make a nickname up, and that that'll be that. And like, people just started calling me AZ, and it went from there. And where then, the, where did Ace come from? Was, is that a part of a nickname too? Yeah, kinda, kinda. I kind of put the Ace back there because, oh, uh, well, it was an idea. Cause back in the day, me and my nigga Easy, right? Mm-hmm. Goddamn, me and me and this nigga like 
if he like this, I like this. This how me and this how me and my boy was when we first started. If he like this, I like this. So like it's always this damn total opposites. Yeah, you feel trying to point up each other. So like back then, he liked the Cassidy. So look, okay, I like Papoose. So Papoose came out with the Alphabet Slaughter. So like around that time, Easy was a rapper, but I was and I did it and I. I did it real well. So after that, that's where the ace came from. I went for A to Z perfectly. Can't do it now, but like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Why music? Why Why was music something that you felt like you were drawn to? The real question is why Why was it? Like, because like, I really people, I don't think people notice like how they even really start liking shit. Like. I really don't. I think people just fall in love with something and it goes on with it. Right. It started, I can remember little small memories of me just making words rhyme. I remember, I remember I got, I ain't get in trouble, but mama looked at me. You feel me? It was <laughs> like, this is even before my grandma died. So I know like six, seven, like, I remember rhyming and I said the word bastard. I just can remember just looking at my mama like, <laughs> it got quiet. <laughs> you know, I got in trouble for that word when I was like four or two. <laughs> I didn't think it was anything wrong with it. I just heard the word. I just started rhyming words and bastard just rhyme with somebody. I don't even know what the word I was rhyming. <laughs> I just remember I said bastard and I just, the whole room got quiet. My brother damn sure told on me how he then got quiet because he looked at me. And then I looked at my mom and she just looked at me and just shook her head. Ever since then, like, yeah, I just been rhyming, trying to rhyme words, started reading the dictionary and stuff like that. Okay. So you just felt like it's one of those innate things that it kind of was just always going to happen for you? Yeah, because, like, later on in life, I never – and the thing is, they, my, my parents used to buy my brother – used to buy my brother, uh, like, pianos and shit, all kinds of musical shit. And the crazy thing is, they never bought me that. They really, they just bought me toys. They try to buy him, like, musical instruments. But, like, if you're looking for this studio room, like <laughs> – that this me like everything like most of the pianos I started off with really was his at first, but then go I took over because I started learning. Oh my god! Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, you good? Because I had to put my just had to put mine on, you know. Look, it's I'm, not even my phone; it's the computer, and I'm just like, if they, these people don't stop talking to me today, <laughs> <laughs> like leave me alone. Um, yeah, like then later on, I found out that oh, uh, my parents just being banned, so like. That was oh, that makes sense. Yeah, they was, wanted at I, least one musical child, probably. <laughs> probably, probably. They thought it was my brother, but my brother got other talents. Right. Yeah. So when did you get serious with, like, making music and, like, having that connection with words and melody and all that stuff? I, I always did. I used to walk around school with, like, a little notepad, just jotting bars down. So like, I've always had it serious. I just started, like, actually putting things on wax and recording. Uh, around 2013, because that's when I went to school for, for at Full Sail University. Okay. So I, started, I started recording around there. That's awesome. So Full Sail, like you got your degree? No, no, I ain't gonna say all that. Did, <laughs> I mean, but how was that experience? Did you oh, feel like it was beneficial? Yeah. Or? yeah, I went, I went, I went on campus for like a, a half a semester. My my mama got a seat, and I came home, and I tried to finish up online, and then it just started getting boring because like. Like I said, around this time, I started 2013, so around 2014, I'm looking at it like, 
damn, the same information y'all giving me that, boom, y'all making me pay all these damn tens, tens of thousands of dollars to learn. I can learn this shit for free on YouTube, you feel me? Yeah. Let me, let me cut my losses. I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate the mic and all that. Like, that got the free stuff. <laughs> got the free stuff. <laughs> you know what? Hey, I mean, well, it, you do have to weigh your options with some of the stuff, too. That's with any degree program, whether you're going for music or what, you know, weigh your options and see if it's going to be beneficial in the long run. And if you feel like it's not, then there's no need to keep wasting your time and your money. I know billionaires without college education. So, like, yeah, I can't say there's just going to be one way for me to make money, like, to be honest. So I try to keep, like, my options open, like, mm-hmm. knowledge is money, you know. So, oh my God, I'm sorry. Let me figure out how to do this song. No, you fine. You fine. I'm a... All right. So, what creative avenues have you taken to like perfect your craft? Listen to a lot of music. To be honest, just listen to. Well, they ain't, I ain't really changing that. To be honest, like that's all I ever did. Just listen to a lot of. I love melodies. Like mm-hmm. I can tell that in your music. <laughs> when people were like people asking, like, you got a beat? No, I'm not a producer. I can't even say that I am a producer. But I just uh, I'm just a, a artist that happened to make my own beats. Like that's producing. Yeah, but most <laughs> like, this ain't for you. Like, <laughs> like it's something that like it's hard. Like it's not for you. Like pretty much that's mine. Like, I'm not here to sell nothing don't really kind of ask me to down make beats i will make a song for you i wrote wrote plenty of songs for people but like for me like sitting down making a beat for you that ain't gonna happen <laughs> why you don't foresee yourself over transitioning into that avenue i never seen myself yeah far as like making music making songs but far as just like producing nah i i sit here Cause like it's hard to like to produce first of all because by the time the, the beat is finished there's a song already on because yeah. here i am humming to it, doing <laughs> to it, doing that to it. so you get to attach to your own creations you get to attach to it and gotcha. boom, come on so like no i can't produce for you <laughs> in the song, i'm gonna be like nah that's a hit right day he ain't gonna do nothing with it <laughs> let me keep this <laughs> You did say something that was different. Um, you said that you listen to a lot of music. And I think that's um, the first time I heard uh, an artist say that because a lot of people are afraid that they'll get too heavily influenced by other music. So they don't listen to it when they're creating. There's no such thing as being influenced by something because there's an infinite amount of melodies out there. But still, at the same time, you're going to use the same melody. You're going to hear like a little bit of somebody in, in this yeah. From the beginning of hip hop in the goddamn late seventies, early eighties until now, like shit changed. That's the reason why you see like a different superstar each era that mm-hmm. comes out because like they just all they do is just like kind of flip somebody else's style and make it their style. Yeah, because everybody in the world is just an individual person that's unique. So something gonna sound good to somebody. Okay, you better bless the mass, uh, the masses with your wisdom. <laughs> Um, what influences kind of like you do you lean towards like what kind of music I mean of course rap but like any specific artists real men listen to R&B I don't give a damn like 
<laughs> real men listen to R and B and go down the road pumping that shit just as hard as you pump trout. That's that's how it is. Like I go down the road listen to Joe to see not Joe to see like man, look, look. Come I'll on, one twelve. Yeah, I ride down with the with the window down. I don't care. I ain't no shame in my game. Let's get married. I, I ride down the road like I'm in love. <laughs> right. Old, old time I'm thinking about a bill I gotta pay. You know what? In love with this money that's gonna help you pay pay this bill. That's what it is. So you listen to a lot of R and B to help you kind of just like cre- get in your creative mood. I wouldn't even say that. I just enjoy it. I just enjoy it. Like, um, I come from uh, a line of like singers. Like, there's there's a couple of people in my family that like musically inclined, but they not more. I'm not. No, they ain't no shade. <laughs> they ain't more inclined than me. Cause like I'm actually creating shit. I got rappers in the uh, in the family. I got uh, singers in the family. But like I'm the one that actually like embodies it, like far as instruments, recording, writing, like audio engineering, like I'm embodying it. And I feel like my dog pulling up now. But um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I got like the influence in my family that that kind of excels me because like to be real. I started out in the church. No, I didn't start out as no musician in the church. I just started out in the church, like going. My mama always keeping in the heaven. And I just started going on my own. She always wondered like why like why I was going on my own. Mm-hmm. I never went for the word. I went for the music. And I went to a Presbyterian <laughs> church. And you got Presbyterian. You gotta understand about a prayer. They laid back. And that's that's why I'm kind of way I am laid back as a motherfucker. So you gotta understand, like, they sang fucking hymns. Like, not the old school old like you out in the field mm-hmm. you know like and, and and i listened to it and we never really had musicians in the church like i did play the, the sit but like we had this piano player he's an older fella but you got to understand he's an older fella he got one of these casio pianos and what he'll do is he'll go through the beat selection and just find like a little little drum beat and that's it what and play some keys behind it that's not a third song dog like, <laughs> with the or- organ effect on it <laughs> yeah, he did, like he make his own little thing to the to the beat or whatever it just be down grooving but other than that like when they be singing them acapella pieces that we had oh, some yeah. singers in the church it's like and i can hear the melody and like that's the reason why i fell in love with it that's the reason why i love r&b because r&b and gospel is so they so kind of close to like the rhythm, like the rhythm, the rhythmics of the of the notes and how you sing and how you sing it with passion and pain in your voice. Right. That's why I feel in love with kind of like with music. That's kind of why I want to make music. Uh, I put a lot of pain in my music and I try to advocate mm-hmm. that through what I hear, you know, in other people's music. Right. So what's what's your process like getting in your zone whenever you are like working on an EP or you're working on an album? Are you doing a beat for yourself because you ain't giving it to anyone else? <laughs> like, what's your process? That's a good. That's a good question. My process really ain't really too much. I come on. I come in the studio room on some random shit. So you got your first of all. That's important. You got your own creative room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have to. I have to. It pays for itself. You feel me? 
So I had, <laughs> I had to like create, get a room just for like the work, you feel mm -hmm. me? But like the process of it is, um, I just being, like I said, being on some random shit. Most time of night, it's a beat that I done made up in my head work at work. Just been singing it all day, just, and then I come come to um to the studio. I mostly are probably recorded on my phone, just like what kind of beat that it, that it sound like, and then I just go ahead and try to figure it out. Sometimes mm -hmm. it works, sometimes it don't. Like there's a lot of songs that didn't make it because I couldn't figure out how to make the beat for it. Or I hate that. Or when you have an idea and you think you remember it, but you don't remember it exactly the way, yeah. and so it's like that one piece that you missing that would make all the difference. I, I hate that so bad. Like this don't what is, this ain't what it sound like in my head. Like, right. You know? Yeah, that's how that's how I flow with. Yeah, I feel I feel you because I have a whole creative room. Like I come in here. I know you can't see much right now, but yeah, I see this is three steps on the on the wall. You yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what that is above three steps? Who's that? Uh, that is a uh, Sabrina Claudio. So she's oh, like a contemporary R and B. Sabrina. What you know about Sabrina? Sabrina. I went to her concerts last year. Oh, word, word. Mm -hmm. I, I, I will definitely see her in person because, like, yeah, she got a voice. Yeah. Come on now. Okay. See, we, we might be cool, AZ. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I listen a lot. I listen a lot. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I have to come in here and, like, just because sometimes your creative energy can be, like, wild and you need a place where you can come in and, like, try to focus it and, like, hone it and just zone in on whatever you're trying to create. Okay, so what makes you unique? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> like, 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 old buddy off of uh, wait, it's, it's me, baby. <laughs> oh, God, not with the damn leather uh, vest on. <laughs> it's me, baby. <laughs> that's how that's how I like really explain it. Like, I, I feel like that's and I, that's, that's what it is. Like, I'm just me. Um. I can't really tell you the uniqueness of me. I can't tell you better as somebody that, you know, that's looking at you because everybody probably gonna have a different answer. Well, what's yours? Probably, you gotta know, you know something that's unique about you. I feel like, I feel like I could fit in with anybody. It ain't really but that, but that might be part of your uniqueness because not a lot of people know how to mesh well with others so it's seamlessly. You don't know how to shut the hell up sometimes. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> like, just close your mouth sometimes. You can blend in with anybody. <laughs> Listen. Anybody, nobody will never know you there either. <laughs> like, <laughs> I had a whole conversation. Don't even remember. A whole conversation. Fast. Just, just be quiet. Just sit and listen. You just be a fly on the wall. And you you learn a lot when you just a fly on the wall. I, I promise. Mm. People tell on themselves. Like, if you let people talk <laughs> long enough, they will what? tell on themselves. Uh, tell on themselves for real, for real. Like <laughs> somebody just told on themselves last night. I forgot what what was going on, but like I just know he lied. Like, <laughs> 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 he, he lied. If like, you listen to this, you lied, sir. <laughs> like you know how you just sit there. Like I mind my business very well. That's one of my traits. Like I mind my business. Something going on, they ain't got shit to do with me. Right. <laughs> so like somebody, I know some dude was talking to me last night and he was saying something i just can't remember what it was but he came back around and and, and mind you i didn't ever ask that man to come around and talk to me you feel me he right just talking to me so like 
he he says something and, and, and it, I thought about the first conversation. I was like, damn, bro, just lie like a motherfucker. This less than 10 minutes. Like he just made a round trip. Like he told me no lie. But it is what it is. People want to be seen and heard, and sometimes yeah. they go about it the wrong way. <laughs> so let's discuss the myth of the oversaturated field. So you're in a field where you have a lot of people trying to do a lot of the same stuff that you're doing. How do you feel about people saying that you're in an oversaturated, you know, field as a, as a rapper um, or an artist? To be real, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be doing this like for a long time because at the same time I got love for it. I, I'm a student of the game. Like I actually, and I'm, and if that's the crazy part, like it's so much stuff that happened in hip hop. I'm just now finding out like stuff that happened back in the day that makes sense now. Like mm-hmm. even with the Gucci and the Jeezy beef, I found like little bits and pieces of information that I didn't even know back then. The social slim deal, I'm finding like, like Mia X, I'm finding like, that's shit crazy. Like this right. is a, being a student of the game is like a whole lot of shit that you can learn, like far as like sitting down and actually listening and hearing stories. So now you hear how they did it. You just kind of put like how they did it with what's going on now, far as like all these streaming sites and all these, you know. Because we're not buying albums like that no more. Thanks, thanks, thanks. It's like. You gotta you gotta learn how to beat the system. Like I be fucking with the Facebook ad- algorithms, like on how I promote. I, yeah. I just, just a plain nigga, so I just post plain shit all day. <laughs> you gonna laugh, you gonna like it, you gonna react to it all day. So like when Facebook sees that, my post gonna be like the first thing that be on your timeline. That's now. smart. I hit you with the bang on the music. Right. And it, that's a piece of, I think a lot of artists don't understand. It's like you have to be a personality. So they you got to give your audience something to connect to. That's real. You know what I'm saying? You can put your music out there and your music is, is definitely real. But if you're not a person behind it, you know, um, your audience is going to be confused on how to support you. <laughs> but is that Gandhi? <laughs> um. What is your favorite song right now from your own catalog? From my own, that's crazy. That's crazy that you had that. That's good. Oh, nice. <laughs> you good? <laughs> <laughs> you try to duck off. Yeah, like. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna hit you up too. We gonna do one of these for you. <laughs> I'm looking at it. I look. You talk, so I'm in. I'm in the camera. I'm looking at him like. Nah, I'm blocking the hell out of you. <laughs> Well, favorite song of mine, like that's crazy. That's crazy. Like I can't even really like. We'll come back to it. All all artists have a hard time thinking of it, so I usually try to leave it for the end. And it's an ass of them. Like <laughs> it's like you got to cipher through that, and you gotta you gotta put all kinds of filters on it. How it could be your favorite, right? It's like because you it depends on your mood, right? Probably it's like you got one from when you moody, you got one from when you hype, you got one from when you you know thinking about some shit. I feel you. I give you the people's favorite. What's the people's favorite? And Let me that, see if it's my favorite. And it's like the toss up, like it's really the toss up. Cause like I'm going by like the numbers. Okay. What people stream, and that's alone and back with AZ. Okay, that that was on. So I got three. I got Dreamers alone and vibing with AZ. You talking about Dreamers? That's crazy. People just now realizing Dreamers. 
Maybe because I'm performing it lately. But yeah, I'm about to say that's because you performed it, and I I was like, I really like the song, and so when I listened to it, I was like, yeah, you know, this is the vibe. <laughs> I, I just re-released one of my projects called Five. Praying Heaven is very empathetic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, check that one out. Check that one out. Okay. You know how you feel about that one. Definitely. So. What was your uh what was the reaction from your circle when they discovered that you were taking music seriously? That's a crazy thing. Like everybody was taking music seriously. Like <laughs> cuz I I started out I started out um to be real when I was running around, I started out with my cousin and two of our homeboys. So after that, there was a whole storyline behind that that when we just stopped you feel me? That's also another story. But then, like, <clears throat> I always knew Easy. I always knew Blizz, because they from the, we from the same hood. Mm-hmm. So, like, we just clicked up in their high school. And so, like, we always, Easy wasn't even rapping when we first started. Like, Easy never rap. Easy right. was just a nigga that down, like, making beat, beating on the desk and shit. So, like, oh, y'all was like, those guys at lunch. <laughs> like, we already knew he was going to be a producer. You feel me? So, like, we was, one day we was just like, Nah, you gotta rap, dog. You gotta rap, and he just started rapping. The nigga been nice ever since. Right. Me? So yeah, everybody in the circle always took something, and we the same way now. Like that's crazy. Like we we literally more from we used to call each other Black Squad back then until now. Wild and Out came out, and they were like, Nah, that's corny now. So we call each other Black Village now. <laughs> I like that the Black Village. So boom, like. Everybody more because Bliss was battling. I was battling back then, but not as much as Bliss. Bliss was battling niggas back then. Easy with producing back then. And I was just a fucking rapper. So, like, we still live in that same truth today. Easy is a phenomenal, phenomenal producer. So, like, Feed the Kids. Like, he co produced that with my boy Airborne. So, yeah, like, I was listening to that earlier too. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal producers. Like, and then Bliss. So Bliss is like, he's getting up there. You are real fame. So, like, and me. I'm still making music. So like we still doing we still doing the same thing as we was when we was kids growing up, graduating, going through life, and we still being true to ourselves. So right. And y'all supporting each other, yeah. which is important. Um, what about like other people outside of your circle? Like, how is that support been? Everybody in my circle. This nigga right here in my circle, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> and we got some fire coming too. You feel me? So like Hey, everybody, everybody listen to this shit, goddamn. Go out and get the all the storytelling. I'm telling you, it's one of the greatest, one of the top, I already told my dog, top five project of 2020. Top, <laughs> top five. Watch out them numbers, watch out them numbers drop, uh, go up on there in 2021. Oh, yeah. So let's discuss the, the stigma of being a rapper, because I feel like sometimes there comes a stigma after a certain age where people be like, you don't need to be taking it serious no more. Like, how do you handle that within yourself and with other people if rick ross jay-z mm-hmm. <laughs> all them boys could damn rap and them motherfuckers push folder like <laughs> leave me people, alone <laughs> they don't people say because people are gonna listen to what they want to listen to like one thing my dog easy taught me was like that's a hundred people that could then listen to your ad 99 could not like your ad but if you got one that like you that's keep it. going because there's more than 100 people in the world is it? Keep going. So like, somebody's gonna listen to you. Yeah. Okay, I like that advice. Do you believe that it's hard to gain support as an artist in this area? 
in like the Florence area. Mm-hmm. Nah, I doubt it. Nah, nah, nah. I can't. I came through. Like you feel me? Like I came through, and like people fuck with me. Not far as back at home. My hometown, yeah, a little bit. Where's hometown? I'm from Dillon. Oh uh, yeah. Dead. Okay, Dillon. I'm from Mullins. Oh, we're we're muddy Mullins. A muddy Mullins. <laughs> muddy Mullins. <laughs> That's it. But yeah, like back yeah back in the home, kinda, kinda. Shout out to that boy Sob Cam. You feel? Visa to freeze up. We from the same. We from the same hood. Squad. Like, yeah, I feel like everybody got their own lane. My boy, my boy actually got Dylan on lock. To be real, and that's why I'm proud of where I'm coming, where I come from, because there's so much talent. You know, there's so much talent like where I'm from, and so many like artists like in Newtown that you feel me. I don't give a fuck about like taking over Dylan. My boy got that. You feel me? If I can't have that shit, I'm glad he doing that. You feel me? I'm glad he got that city on smash. Like keep going, dog. I'ma just be here in Florence. They ain't gonna do what I do. Easy in Columbia doing what he do. Bless on the road doing what he do. As long as my boy's working, I feel like, you know, I don't really don't care what city I blow up in. I'ma always rep Dylan, regardless. I always know where home is. So how do you connect with other creatives? Like I see you got Gandy coming through in the studio. Y'all about to create something, I'm sure. So how do you go about that process of like just connecting with other creators, even outside of music. To be honest, I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> like you gonna work on your people skills. <laughs> like, that, that shit, and that, and that's the best. And I feel like, and I feel I have like me being the way that I am hasn't done me wrong yet. Cause like I could be so friendly and be and be inviting demons around me. You feel yeah. Me? But the way that I am, I'm so reserved and so cut off. It's like, in order to fuck with me, you have to have a reference. You feel me? Like, you literally got to know somebody that I trust in order for you to be around me, in order for me to, like, the dang on home my, 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 my third eye on you and peep who the fuck you is. You feel me? So, like, everybody that's around me, just some dope people that naturally we were going to be around each other. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I'm definitely one of those people that's like kind of like the flame, so people get drawn in. Mm-hmm. And so I understand the concept. I am, though, as a creative, like trying to expand and open up. Not so much my circle, but as far as the networking goes, I'm trying to be more open to new experiences of meeting people. Because otherwise, how would I have met you, you know? Yeah, because that's funny, because like, I didn't mean to bone rush you outside <laughs> <laughs> and I seen in your eyes, like, damn, I kind of opened up a floodgate. Like, I was like, you don't want to do blog. As soon as I said that, 50 niggas, like, oh, you do blog? You want to do Like, yeah, I should have just, damn, I should have just, like, fuck it. Like, they would have just shut the hell up out of me like I was about to talk to you. But you know what? Me. I appreciate you doing that because this creating space was a series, but it was a series I was doing sporadically. Now I'm trying to do it every Friday and you have a big hand in that because I realized once that moment happened that it was so many artists in this area that just wanted to tell their story. So thank you for that. You know, so, you know, a good moment came out of it. I'm just introverted. So when everybody was like, you know, swarming in, I was just like, Oh wait, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I see you face. I'm like, damn! I did damn start some shit, ain't? <laughs> but it's a great thing. It's a great thing. 
Um, let's discuss more than words. Like, how did you get put onto that scene? You said, um, say that again. I said, let's discuss uh, more than words. How did you get put onto that scene? That's crazy. This down, we're about to go down memory lane. <laughs> Back uh, down memory lane. The homie cupcake from Dylan. You feel me? Like the homie from Dylan or whatever. She actually knew Ty back when we was at back when we was performing at uh After Dark. So Oh, it's Soul Lake Cafe? Yeah, well no, right around the corner for Soul Lake. After Dark was there before. Oh yeah, yeah I remember. I got, okay, I got yeah. you. Mm-hmm. So like boom, we 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 linked up in there. And I gotta thank Ty, like the Ty me, Ty is a big part of like the artist that I am now, as far as like the development and shit. Cause he gave me a platform to perform. This is my first time performing. I've been rapping. I've been around a group of people battling, but it's the first time that I'm sitting on stage looking at people and people are looking at me and I learned how to perform through trial and error mm-hmm. with that. So like more than words, like that's the game. That's the sit. Like I got nothing but love for like more than words because more than words made me who I am today. Have you um thought about like traveling and going to like maybe some other open mics to I, I fuck with a lot of open mics, you feel me? And I and I rep and then when I every time I go there, I rep the home I rep the home team, you feel me? Right. I wrote down more than words. I let them people know that like we we are collective. Like right. anytime, anytime you need us, like come through. This this just me. I'm just here to represent. There's other people like me. You feel me? Like that that come through with the same energy, with the same different material, and and shit, and light your stage up. So yeah. I sometimes be going to open my like these niggas trash. Like we. Like, yeah, we'll fuck these niggas up. Just <laughs> <laughs> getting they scoping out the competition. Out the competition. Y'all competition. <laughs> Man, and I get on stage and I, I keep that same energy when I'm on stage. Like, y'all ain't better than me. It's just a little competitive, man. I mean, that, that, that's what really keep me on toe. I ain't, no, ain't beef with nobody. So, like, that really will keep me on my toes and keep, keep me sharp because I look to see who is potentially better than me. Right. I look to see who who could potentially push me. Who like like this guy got a style that boom that shit work. Well, I can do that shit better than you. That's that's the type of person I am. I'm not a competitive person, but like I'm petty as hell to do that shit. It's not <laughs> petty. I think it's partly like being a sponge. Like like you said, originality is a, in a lot of ways just you reinventing that's something that's already there. And the way we do that is by observation. So when you go in and you look at other people and you see what they, you know, could be doing better, even if they got like that one thing, you like, you know what, I can take that and I can put my spin on it and I can make it 10 times better. That's what we all do. (laughs) Whether it's music, whether it's podcasting, whether it's just like living life, we all just like, all right, I can, I can do this a little bit better than this person. I feel, I feel I feel like that's what really it boils down to, like, cause like if you ain't like my my boys, like we talk shit, we talk shit to each other, like right now. If you you ask about any bars of life ciphers or any BSU ciphers, like that me me easy and bliss mate, we all gonna say we cut each other ass. 
<laughs> Everybody be knowing it be me the one cutting the ass. You <laughs> Everybody know. Everybody know. Boy, boy, friend. I don't know why these boys be front lying to these people. My boy got to start that line, man. They can never get to heaven. Start that line, y'all. Start that line. You can never get to heaven. <laughs> so, what kind of support do you currently need as an artist? That I need. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just I got a saying like, "Give me your ear, and I lean to my heart." Like that's for real shit. Just listen. That's really all I need you okay, to don't do. Don't get deep on the mic. <laughs> just, yeah, for real. Just listen. Just. Take take the time. Might not be the best quality. I never really gave a fuck about quality. My boys talk shit about me about that shit anyway. Like, but once once I once I learned the game, like I had a conversation with Gandy a couple weeks ago. Like, once I learned the game, because I don't want to get signed or I don't want to get into the industry and I don't know what the fuck going on. But once I once I get to that knowledge and know exactly how to protect myself and be straight with myself, then what it. Big ass quality and put all this money because like I'm working artists, you feel like I ain't got no, you know, you feel like I got a little, you know, little shit on, but that, that's just money. Not flashing the gold. <laughs> I need more money than that to right. support what I need to do. So you need you know, people to invest that time and attention, basically. Yeah, that, that that's all like just and, and everything ain't about the money, really. It's just about you listening and you feeling that shit because everything in here is real. You feel me? Like, everything that I say is real. Everything is, everything that I say is like a story about my life or So let's discuss some other creative interests, like, you might have. Like, you got any other, like, creative avenues, like, you partake in outside of music? Mm, not really. You just pour it all into it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just pour it all into music. That's, that's basically what it is. Like, I don't have no too many other outlets like to to create. Right. Or, but music is a great one to have, though. Like, it's not like you missing out on anything. I just know that some, a lot of times, some creatives have, like, different things that they're trying to do. So I just try to ask that question just to highlight any other stuff you might have going on. I mean, I'm, I try to learn, like, a, a different instrument or some shit. How many instruments do you play? You gotta look around. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course. The, I started off on the the, uh, the six, so of course the six uh, keys, and I try to learn the guitar a little bit. Then I try to learn the harmonica. Not put you gonna put a harmonica on the uh, beat. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do like uh, that'd be hard. What Stevie Wonder did for Drake. This is it right there. Then I try to learn the bass, and that's pretty much pretty much it. Pretty much it. I, I really, I really want a cello. A cello? Yeah, because <laughs> boom, I could, I could use it as a cello. Then I could use it as a floor bass, and I could yeah. learn both. And it's like two instruments in one, to be honest. But the motherfuckers expensive, so I'm at the as hell <laughs> <laughs> cello is one of the more expensive uh instruments all off on that right <laughs> so um let's get into like the financial mental and emotional aspects of being an artist so let's start with the financial like you got i see you got your mic set up you got all these intru- instruments in there and stuff like that so financially how is it being your own independent artist and having to invest in yourself 
I feel like that's what people don't understand. It takes a lot of money <clears throat> to be like a, a, a unsigned artist, an indie artist. Like it takes a lot of money and you really gotta be dedicated to like buying that shit. Like mm-hmm. a lot of sacrifices <laughs> and shit like goes along with getting like you really serious about like making music and you wanna record. Just say, just say you, you don't know how to audio engineer yourself. You feel me? But you just want to record. Put that money up. Get you a get you a little. You ain't got to get no MacBook. Just get you a, a, a laptop that that can hold a DAW. That's that got great quality of like audio. Get you a nice mic. Bobby Blue. Get get the setup and send that shit off. That's it. You got to start, yeah, start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. Like if you don't believe in yourself, nobody. Mom, I got a I got this white man that used to work with. He he made one of the craziest quotes before that I that I ever heard before. He was like, <clears throat> "Doubt has killed more dreams than failure ever did," and that's true. Mm-hmm. That shit true. Like if you go ahead and doubt yourself, you will never make that shit. At least at least you could damn failure. You know that you tried. Yeah, like, yeah. I want the damn guy. If I ain't trash, I want to have half this shit in this motherfucker. So, oh, what's the mental, what's um, the mental um, aspect, aspect of being an artist? Being an artist, you gotta not give a fuck. <laughs> like you literally, you literally just fuck it. Nah, some you feel like somebody don't. It, it depends on who the fuck you is because like you could somebody could be like, no, nah, I don't like that song, and it depends on how you take it. You feel me? You can feel you can take it as disrespect, you can take it as criticism, and you could then go move on from it and evolve and get better. Or you could then t- hold on to that, that anger, harbor it, and you know, either that could lead you upwards or downwards. On long as how you use that energy. But as far as mentally, you gotta at least say fuck it most of the time. Like Keep that mindset like you don't care. At the end of the day, nobody gonna listen to shit. I'm listening to shit. This shit get pumped in my car that I pay for. You feel me? So like you gotta let me have that foot. My matter of fact, since this nigga here got my dog Ganny, every time my dog Ganny pull up to my crib, you feel me? He even got to tell me he outside. I'm hearing this tape. You feel me? Like I'm hearing this tape. Like from my wherever the fuck I'm at in the crib. I'm hearing this tape and it's blasting out of his car. You feel me? That's the type of energy you gotta have. Like nobody gonna play this shit. I'ma play this shit. I'ma bless this shit. I'ma make this shit sound like it's the best shit ever. I'ma bless this shit just like any damn artist is already on. You feel me? So like you gotta have that energy. You gotta have. You gotta control that narrative of your mental. So, like nobody could put, put that over but you. I like that. I like that. Okay, and what about the okay, emotional about aspect? The emotional aspect. Emotional. Shit. It depends. It depends on how you show emotion. Like, you feel like you show emotion. <laughs> you, show emotion. You, you say you listen yeah. to R and B. You gotta, you gotta show emotion if you listen to R and B. Yeah, like, like when I when I wrote Dreams, I was heartbroken. You feel like I was heartbroken. Like people still don't. People still ask me like, you wrote that? Yeah. And every time I say, like, I don't, I don't respond that y'all wrote that. I was like, I was heartbroken. Like, <laughs> and I don't never say like I wrote that shit. I just be telling like I was heartbroken. Like. Yeah, it's a lot of emotion that goes into like songs and like how you making them and how you feel like making them, how you go about making them. So. Okay. How do you feel about being an artist? Do you feel like it's a different experience? Man, that shit love, dog. Like from the language, like right now, man. Look, if I go, if I go anywhere right now, and I'm talking like, what the fuck I'm talking about right now? They want to understand who the fuck I am. Like, 
For real, they won't understand what the, what the hell I'm saying or none of that shit. Probably climb my ass, but like, far as just being an artist in the side, like that shit beautiful because it's all aspects of damn people. Like, I don't know why they feel like when you come anywhere north or south, like we all the same and we all sound the same and we all country bumpkins. We lazy. We <laughs> Nah, come down here and see how we live. Like, come down here and see, see, feel like pain. That reason why, that reason why uh, I had a little debate at work the other day. Like, my man, my man said, yeah, I'm from the South, but goddamn, this East Coast rap about to come back. Them New York niggas rapping, you feel me? Like, they like, the South had their run, but like, that's cool. Nah, the South still running. We, we grab that shit and we still running. We still damn fucking shit up. We still making numbers. Like, check the scoreboard, dog. Like, that's right. That's right. <laughs> We took over this shit. We, we ain't going nowhere no time soon. So let's discuss like your most recent project. Like, what have you been working on lately? Oh, uh, I got a project with Danny coming out. I got a project with Guala coming out. And I got my own project, Winter 93, that's going to come out. Okay, busy man. Hey, busy man. Yeah, yeah. That's why I got to stop being lazy to go get that piece. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. You figure out what's your favorite yeah, what's your from, from your catalog? Um, the beat, to be honest, be honest, if I could just throw, if I could, if I could just throw one out there, I say, our childhood from my J Motors project, which I'm gonna re-release that too. Childhood is like one of my favorite. Ones. Well, it's, like it's, talking well, it's, it's talking about just what it's saying. It's talking about just what it's saying. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. It's called Childhood Slash Searcher. But none of those, but the name, the title of the song, none of those words is even in, like, the song. Like, you would hear something like, why is shit called it? But I called it that because that's what it was, like, a, my childhood, and I was searching for something. Hmm. So, yeah. okay. I feel like it's my favorite way. If, if you want to okay. give, give my best art that's already out, uh... I have to we we yeah I have to go we and that's that's off my jam uh, project right right I'm gonna definitely plug it in <laughs> oh yeah definitely let let me know how you feel about it okay that, that, that right there go ahead with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's go ahead and plug your information and tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at AZ Alford, A L F O R D. Uh, you can find me there for the funny shit. You feel me? A little bit of promotion. If you really want the music, you can follow me on Instagram at Yosa, Y O L Z S A. You want Slim Zilla? And uh, yeah, that's, that's where mostly I'll be at Facebook and, tw- and not Twitter. Uh, Instagram. I need to get my Twitter back because I feel like. Them threes, like how people be making them threes. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm messing me up there. I got some fucking stories to tell. You hear me? Like, <laughs> I need to learn how to do that shit. <laughs> hey, builders. So we started having some technical difficulties, but you got the real AZ Ace, and that's the important thing here. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you go check out all his music all on the streaming platforms. Um, You can catch him at Open Mic here at the Hookah Lounge, Absalom Hookah Lounge. And you can also just follow him on Instagram. He put all his plug information in there. So make sure you go support. That's what creating space is about. We create spaces for all the dope talent that's here in this area. So see you next time. 
follow and remember you can follow me on instagram at k antoinette underscore the blogger you can also follow the let's build futures page at let's underscore build underscore futures um and you can also visit the let's build futures website at let's build i am now a member of the crux media group for a podcast so you can also follow that page and we got some dope stuff coming your way so stay tuned and we'll see you next week Relax, heal, and embrace a better you. Spa Danny offers quality yet affordable massages customized just for you. Let Danny create a space for you to hit the pause button. Who doesn't need that at the start of 2021? Why not start today? You can call or text at 843 687 2079. That's 843 687 2079. You can also message her on her business page at spadenny underscore on Instagram or follow her on Facebook at spadenny LLC. You can also book online at spadennyexperience.com. That's spadennyexperience.com. Treat yourself, be good to yourself, and let 2021 be a whole vibe.